Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. So let's grab a caller here and get going. Let's go to Ellen and see what's happening in New York. And she's on line five. And Ellen, thanks for holding today. You're on with Dr. Dyer. Thank you. Hi, Dr. Dyer. Thinking of your... Hello, Ellen. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good, thank good. you. How are you? I'm, you know, I'm learning to say that I'm doing fine and really understanding that I say that all the time, no matter what. But um, I'm, I'm asking about... So I've spoken That's with by, you... By, by the way, what, what you just said before you ask your question is, yeah. is really a very important thing, which is when, when really sort of insightful things happen, I like to back up and just remind people, you know, that, that basically when you say I'm fine... Um, even if there's all kinds of things that are not fine, you know, that, uh, that you would rather were different, you know. Uh, but by saying I'm fine, you place that into your imagination, and then, um, you know, everything that's in there is, um, is going to have to manifest. So being fine is even if you're feeling sick or things aren't working out exactly the way you want them, to be able to state I am as if it already were a, a, an accomplished fact. You know, is a very, very important way to do. Don't you know? A lot of times you'll say, "How are you?" And someone will say, "Not too bad." Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know I always think. So you're you're bad, but not too bad. <laughs> so, and if you're thinking that things are bad, but not too bad, then the universe is going to respond back with, "Well, go here's some more bad stuff that aligns with what it is that you're asking for," because our thoughts are just our way of asking to the universe, uh, you know, to align with uh, with whatever thoughts we have. So okay. not too bad is not a good one. <laughs> So I am learning to say fine and to understand really fine, like to be a human being and alive. Sometimes we're sick, sometimes we're sad, but uh, but there's something deeper, which is I am fine. And I've exactly. been thinking that a lot, um, returning to wishes fulfilled after listening to you again the last few weeks um, and listening to Abraham Hicks and, again and, and really putting it into practice. It's one thing to understand, but putting it into practice. But really quickly, I've spoken with you before. I've healed through cancer twice. I had a really serious depression. I'd lost a job. I'm still sort of working semi-full-time, part-time as projects come up. There's a, there are a lot of challenges that I'm facing, but what I came to realize, it's funny, all these things coalescing, was really taking Anita Morjani's lesson home, which is that it has to be, and I'm going to start to cry, it has to be joy. That has to be the primary manifestation because all the money in the world, the relationship, even health, if I don't have joy, then I really don't have anything to offer. And that seems to me like the thing to to go for. I mean, go for is mm-hmm. not exactly the word, but I guess... To be. To be. Just to be. Yeah. To be. So I'm learning mm-hmm. that. I have to say it's still a bit of a struggle sometimes with some of the challenges, but well, I don't even know. I, I think it's. I'm just learning to keep that as a focus, and in that come a lot of the other a lot of opportunities to practice other teachings like you've expounded, like the practice of forgiveness. I can't be joyful if I'm hanging on to a grudge, and that doesn't mm-hmm. serve me. So I'm learning right. to do these things and really kind of excavate these old habits. But the mm. thing that I'm curious about still is the manifestation. I think that with everything that happened, a really quick anecdote, I had told this one healer after I'd gone through a gamut of 
some of the challenges, I said, well, I don't know, I don't believe in God anymore. And he said, that's great, because all your ideas about God were wrong anyway. Right. <laughs> so to learn that... It's God, so true, by the way. We all think that God is a, a, a person with a white beard who's, uh, you know, hanging around in the sky you know, like a cosmic bellboy, you know, who's, you know, go get this for me and go, and I promise I'll be good and all of that. It's such an absurd concept uh, that we've that we've taken on as what God is. God, God is energy. It's an energy. It's love. Yeah. So I feel that, but I guess the thing that I'm still learning to trust is about the manifestation. And maybe I guess I'm just asking you to speak to something that what you would say to bolster faith in that for someone who is actively learning that joy is the answer and that giving is an answer and loving. Yeah. But I don't yeah. feel that sense, all really, you know, about that uh, maybe a faith that I can manifest, maybe because I'm still... Looking yeah, but see, that's the thing. That's the stopper. Baby. <laughs> that's always that's always the stopper. Um, it's like you know, I know we we used to play cards, and you know, and uh, <clears throat> they would. Uh, you know, I can't even remember the name of the game. I think it was hearts or something. But if when things are going real bad, you just put a stopper in front of it. You know, it's like like we stop this energy from flowing that way. And that what you just said is is a stopper. You know, the the whole idea of. Um, I don't know if it'll work or if I'm not sure or whatever. You have to understand, you know, it's, it's such a simple concept that um, whatever it is that you want to manifest, uh, you know, it already has, there, there's no place that this source is not. So the source, everything that shows up into this physical world uh, originates in, in, the, in the world of the formless. Even the seeds that produce our, our flowers and so on, you know, they, every, everything originates uh, from, you know, it's, it's, you know, Jesus put it, he said, it's the spirit that gives life. You know, the flesh counts for nothing. So, and I was thinking about this even before you asked that part about manifesting, about this, this when we were talking about affirmation, saying, I am fine. You know, saying I am fine means that you will connect with the universal subconscious mind, which is what what we think of as what I think of as God, um, and it will respond with experiences that match up to what it is that you're putting out there, which is fine messages. You know, things are going to be fine. But when you have an, an inner kind of awareness that this isn't going to happen, or I don't have the capacity to do it, or I'm not smart enough, or I'm not evolved enough, or I'm not enlightened enough. Um, but you're as enlightened as anybody who's ever ever lived on this planet because you you came from the same source that everybody came from and you will return to the same source from which all things uh, came. You're in fact there's no returning. You're already there. And it's like it's this awareness that you, that God is is something that is within you. It is it is the highest place within you. And as long as and when you keep reminding yourself of that, then what the course says is that infinite patience produces immediate results. Basically, all we want to have, I used to give this example all the time in my talks, I've got two wands in my hand, wand A and wand B. And with wand A, this is like, uh, this is, uh, you know, this is, this is Aladdin, you know, with his lamp. You get, you know, any, anything that you want physically, you can have with this, with this wand. So you want a new Rolex, uh, you want a new BMW, you want a new home, you want a new husband, you want a new whatever it is. You know, you just got this beautiful wand and you just rub it out there. And and whatever it is that you want to have physically, just manifest. Okay, now we throw away one. Uh, we take a, a look now at one B. One B is another one, but this one is uh, one that no matter where you wave it, you'll always have inner peace. No matter what comes your way, no matter how tough it is, no matter what it, no matter what happens to you, no matter the circumstances, no matter what illness shows up, you're going to always have inner peace. This is your inner peace one. And I say to people, which one would you take? 
you know, you know, seriously, which, which wand would you take? Would you take a wand that's going to bring you all the things that you want or a wand that's going to guarantee for the rest of your days, every moment that you're alive for the rest of your days, you're going to have inner peace. You're going to feel peaceful inside. You, know? you just reminded take me. Your choice. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying, just take your choice. It's like, and almost everybody, when you really think about it, says, well, all I really want is peace. You know, I just want to feel good. I just want to feel happy. I want to feel joyful. I want to feel healthy. You know, I want to feel loved. And, and you can have all of that. This whole idea that I can't do that unless I manifest some stuff. And it's not like the stuff does, even Aladdin's gold, uh, you know, the, the, the gold isn't what makes, um, what, 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 what makes the, the miser, I shouldn't say Aladdin, but the, uh, the miser happy. It isn't the gold. It's the outpouring of love that he has for the gold. And all you have to do is learn to develop that outpouring of love for everything and everyone and everything that encounters and just uh, set your intentions that way and align yourself that way and know that you deserve it and that you are you are connected to God you are a piece of God and the manifestations just begin to whatever they'll show up in the amount that 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 you're needed and the rest of it you'll just give it away which is what I do I just have what is so much just shows up for me these days and I just have so much fun just giving it away I just did something yesterday that uh, you know I guess I can tell everyone uh, my producer for my PBS show um, her name is Nikki. She's produced all 11 of my uh, public television specials. Um, and she's just, you know, we, we go back and forth on, uh, since 1998. And she sent me a message the other day uh, that she was on the Massachusetts Turnpike uh, someplace and her car broke down and it broke apart and, and this isn't working and she had to be towed and uh, it was like it's, a, it's got 95,000 miles on it and it's an old Ford uh, Focus and blah 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 and all of this stuff and I said I wrote her back and said what are you driving and why you know <laughs> and she told me what she was driving and, and and I said you know what you've been my producer for the last um for the last 15 years for 11 PBS television stations we've raised almost a quarter of a billion dollars for public television and I said, and it's brought me so much recognition. I want you to go out and pick out the car that you want, and uh, and I will take care of it for you. That's my gift for you. It's the gift on the day of my mother, the, of my mother's uh, one-year anniversary of her passing. So today there was a, a picture of of Nikki with a beautiful red car with a moon roof that she's never had before in her life. She's never had a new car in her life, and and that's what happens when, you know, and you're. The guy you're talking to right now is a guy who came out of an orphanage on the on, on the east side of Detroit, and uh, you know had to deliver newspapers to be able to feed himself when he was a young boy, and so on. And because I've always had this knowing inside, it comes to me in such amounts that I can do things like that, and I can just you know send off the money for to buy someone uh, a new automobile just just out of a sense of love and, and giving. So. I, don't know. I didn't know I was going to tell that this morning, but I did, so I hope oh, Nikki doesn't mind. <laughs> beautiful story, and you reminded me, because I think what I was looking for was just, what can I do in a moment when literally those micro-moments of choice that, you know, Tony Robbins has shaped your whole destiny, but in mm -hmm. a moment that I'm wondering, can I forgive? Am I? Do I have that love inside me? Just to say, like, I am love. I am laughter. Mm -hmm. Just remember that in times when... Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
And that's all I have to give away, what, what I have inside, you know, and it's like, if, if you can just remember, because when you say I am fine, the I am isn't, isn't your, like, uh, I can sit here right now and say I am fine, yet I got a pain in my neck, you know, <laughs> it's like, but I realize as I'm sitting here that I'm just the observer to that pain, so I just sit here and I just watch it and I just notice it, and, I, and who I am is not that pain in my neck, who I am is this invisible, divine, uh, infinite intelligence that. Uh, was is deathless and, and birthless it's uh, it's infinite you know because go inside me and try to find Wayne Dyer and uh, the, the one that is doing the speaking and you can there's nothing in there like that there's just a bunch of, of rivers of arteries and, and bones and, and you know things that are uh, you know all physical but who I am is doing the speaking is absolutely fine even if my body isn't even if the right amount even if my kids might be having difficulty in, in Amsterdam and I'm worried about that or whatever but it's still who I am is fine because I am is the name of God you know and that's the name God gave to Moses and said that is my name for all future generations that is my name my name is I am you tell the you tell the Pharaoh that I am has sent you and when you say I am you want it to follow with something that's aligned with 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 love with God Dr. Dyer thank you for your time I do want to tell you that you have been one of my most important teachers I really genuine in saying this the teachings that you've brought and how you've given your life in service and to to distribute these ideas and to inculcate them in people's hearts, not just their minds. Mm. The world is different with your presence and your contributions, and I am oh, personally very yeah. grateful. It's these been deep reminders that have gotten me through some of the hardest times. Oh. Very grateful. Tell me how you're doing with this cancer. You had cancer, as I recall. You had um, a couple of bouts with cancer, is that I right? I did. The last time I had a, a double mastectomy and reconstructive surgery, I'm waiting for another surgery. But I have to tell you, I think about you all the time. It's, it's like people ask, and, and I healed through some of the emotional trauma. That took a long time. Finally mm -hmm. decided I'm willing to let that go. It was right. a horrible, painful situation, more pain than mm -hmm. I could even describe, but it's right. part of an experience, and I'm willing to let that go as, in terms of how it defines me now. And I feel really healthy, and I'm just going to go along with that because that's how I feel. Yeah. And I'll take have you seen that? Have you seen that poster of the woman who had her one breast removed? And, um, and she, I think it says something like, I am not my breast or something like that. It's like... And I was thinking of that as you as you were speaking, you know, that, um, you know, we, we sort of live in a society where women have a tendency to believe that who they are is what their body is and what it looks like and their breasts, which are sex objects and, you know, and all of this. And when you get to a place where you realize that that's not who I am, you know, that they, uh, that who I am is something that uh, defies all of that, that is deathless and birthless and, uh, and cannot get sick. And, um, yeah. Well, I bought myself a card shortly after the surgery that I saw in the grocery store that just to bring some laughter, and it said, mm -hmm. they're real, they're fake, the world will never know. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think of that sometimes, and honestly, I'm grateful, because as hard as it was, there are people who've experienced worse, and I'm here, and I can laugh, and it's good, it's good, I'll take it yeah. as it comes. Yeah, not only that, Ellen, but you, 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 you can be an inspiration to an awful lot of people. You, you might want to... Uh, you might want to post that and uh, and and make that a because there's so many there's so much cancer in our society and uh, and Anita's you, I'm sure you've read Anita's book and one of the things that she says and and I, I was talking to my daughters about this last night is that uh, 
her belief is that uh, fear is the cause of cancer, you know, that, that we live in so much fear. And not the fear of cancer itself, but the, the, the constant fear that we live under. I'm fearing I don't, I'm not good enough. I feel I didn't, uh, you know, I might fail. Fear that somebody isn't going to like me. It's like, you know, fear I'm going to get a ticket. Fear I'm not going to have enough money. Uh, let go of the fear. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.